Hello and welcome to the For Real Podcast, the show that discusses music, films, and most importantly, furries. I'm your host, Matthew, also known as Hypebeast Dan, and today I'm brought by Skylar, a digital furry artist. Hi, welcome to the show. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm not too bad. I'm not too bad. Now, I was quite late to recording this because we were meant to start at seven and it's now five to eight. And because of that, <laughs> the only reason that's the case is because I didn't, I, I forgot to have some dinner or tea. So I went to the shop, right? And I, I have this tendency to like eat just like absolute shit, like absolute rubbish. I was eating well today. <laughs> I had like some veggies and my stir fry and stuff and that was all yeah. fine. But then, oh my God. So I buy these things. I was talking about them with um that one of my other guests off the podcast, um, Manic Nooks. And I was like, uh-huh. it's like basically these things called Rustler Burgers. And they're like these things in the UK that are what? known to just be like, yeah, they're like known to be the most vile. Uh, well, not they're not disgusting. I like them, but all my like my friends are like, how the fuck can you eat those? And then my girlfriend hates me eating them because my yes. girlfriend's like a vegetarian. And uh. in like, it, well, I, I feel like I'm rambling a bit, but basically these they're these burgers that you microwave <laughs> and you can just eat them. Like, what? it's a patty that you can just microwave in and eat. Like, is it, like, raw and then you, no, 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 like, well, microwave? Well, it's already cooked, and then you just, or you just <laughs> oh. put it in the microwave, and it's done. It's, like, it is probably it... has, like, so many chemicals in it and stuff, but I, like, really it like juicy? them. It's, it's, like, I don't know, because, like, it, it is, but it's, like, it's, like, bad juice, dog. It's, like, like really bad juice, bro. Like, like grease juice? Yeah, yeah, or... it's not nice. So... <laughs> I anyway the the backstory of this is that I bought one of those and then I bought a smoothie to like cancel out the healthiness so like it's okay. Right. I mean I don't cool, think I don't right. think that's how it works but um and then probably I probably not yeah and then I was putting it in the microwave right and then I had a text uh, from my girlfriend saying because I texted her saying like oh I'm gonna go record the record the podcast episode but I'm gonna pick up some food from the shop before I start and then I didn't check my phone she was like that's great Matthew just don't buy any Russell burgers okay and I was looking at the microwave and I was like fuck. Uh, <laughs> I have not fulfilled that. I have not fulfilled that. How's your day been, though? Is it being good? Yeah, I woke up mm-hmm. and I made bacon eggs mm. for Let's go. Let's go. I had cocoa and pops this morning. Hell yeah. Healthy, <laughs> quote unquote. Healthy start to your day. Yeah. Um, And then I ate Oreos. <laughs> Let's go. I used to buy... I didn't watch. Oh, yeah, that's something as well. I don't work at my retail shop anymore, guys. Woo! let's go so i like i quit oh yeah i saw you said that yeah i quit so i have more time to do creative stuff which i really like but i remember on my breaks i used to buy like 50p or like 50 cent pack of oreos (laughs) and just eat them on my break and that would be my break food in how many oreos was 50 cents it's like it's like like a long it's one of those long packets it's like the ones that i don't know do you do you just do like the long packets of like single oreos it's basically no, those. I do. I got a family pack of a Oreos. Family right pack. Here. Woo! Jeez. <laughs> oh. I've eaten almost one like a section already of it. <laughs> oh my god! My stomach is a whole family. Anyway, okay. So we, we'll move on. I want to start off by saying like <laughs> it's so weird that the last time we talked, you were on like on Twitter, and your yeah. following is like exponentially increased since the last time i talked to you so i want to say like yeah. congratulations like it's really good and i think i'm glad that you're getting the recognition <laughs> that um that you deserve as well i mean you must have been on what like 200 300 when you talked to me and now you're on like yeah now you're hopefully. on like oh geez like uh, 
Let's check. Yeah, a little over 2K. A little over no. 2K. Like, whoo, oh my God. It was that, um, I think it was one of the things was that Firefox thing, wasn't it? It was that Firefox it, post. Yeah, that was the second thing that kind of went off. Mm-hmm. The first one was that Goblin Cave. Oh, yes. The, like, the comic thing of it being like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I love that as well. It was so adorable. Thank you. I literally, I sat down. I was like, I want to make a tweet and I'm going to say, I care about my friends. And then I was like, yeah, you know what? I'll draw it. Mm-hmm. And that's it. That's the entire thought. And I think, and then that happens. And I think as well. I think that uh, something else you think you gotta think about is I think when it comes to your style as well, I think you have two distinct styles. It's really Mm. interesting. You have your like commission in like really detailed and lovely style, but you have you also have your really nice simplistic style that works really well with something like a nice a comic that sends a really lovely message. And I think it works yeah. really well with that. So, and I mean, I think, yeah. I, think you, I think you see, I th- you know, it's perfect. People will be looking at the art for the podcast episode, and will be like, "I know exactly what they're talking about right now," <laughs> because you've drawn me in your detailed style, and then you've drawn right. your sonar in your simplistic style, and I love it so yeah. much. I remember sending I was... it. I was like, "Oh my god, it looks so good." I was um. The where that came about was this like meme where it was uh draw your character in this and it was like a burger bikini, oh okay, um, and then I uh started drawing like stupid doodles for people, <laughs> and then they were like, can I pay you for this? And I was like, well, yeah, <laughs> I'm not gonna say no to that. Uh, and then it started like being the thing, mm-hmm. but like I had already been drawing serious stuff, so I was like, yeah. like I want to do both though. So, so, mm-hmm. so going into um, your digital art and your fairy art. So, obviously, you've, with the traction, I'm guessing you've gained more like commission slots and people. How how are you finding that? How are you finding taking commissions? Is it something? I haven't taken commissions since it's blown up. Actually, oh, okay. It's uh, I had this thing that I had to do mm-hmm. in like January, and I f- like actually just filled my queue for like two months. I'm almost like kind of done with it now, mm-hmm. but I've been working on it since January. <laughs> still good though that you've um been able to kind of gain more yeah i i think it will be easier though Mm -hmm. um because i i did uh, take like a couple of slots and i've also gotten more like dms that are asking about commissions yeah and i mean the the example work that you post it's you know it's really funny my friend um sam or uh, leo their son is called shout out to sam uh he was like oh i'm getting this new commission matthew all right cool uh who's the artist and then sent your twitter at and I was like, what the fuck? They're literally, like, going to be on my podcast. He's going to be on my podcast. Like, that's so weird. So uh, yeah. it was, it's, a, it's a small world, a small world indeed. And it just goes to show how much... I mean, I love that. I'll put it on the screen for everybody. I love that Firefox art that you did. It's fantastic. It's, I mean, and I'm really glad that that blew up. I just loved it. And I think, I don't know, it was it was great. And I think it worked really well in your style as well. I love tweet when tweets yeah. when tweets like that happen. I feel like not only furries see it; it's like non. It gets yeah. the non-furry Twitter. No, that, that that's actually what exactly what happened mm-hmm. with that um goblin cave thing. Mm-hmm. Is it wasn't just like furries; it was it like reached out of the fandom quite far as well. Oh, okay. I had like um some like non-furry friends mm-hmm. that are like kind of IRL friends, like DM me and be like, um, Skylar, this looks like your art. Like, did you go viral or something? Like. <laughs> <laughs> they're like my friend from mississippi shared this what is going on That's so cool. and i was like oh crap <laughs> damn i mean yeah i i just i think it is literally those kind of tweets that 
I've never had a tweet blown up, blow up like exponentially. <laughs> I've had tweets blow up within fairy stuff a little bit. I think I was talking yeah. about uh, how I met the uh, one of my friends, Tyler, uh, who I had mm. on the podcast. We met through this thing I did where it was this t- fairy trend that like went around where it was like post a pic of your surname and then post your like top music artists. And then I had mm, like quite right. a few people do that. But yeah. apart from that, I haven't really... You know, I would. I I haven't had my twit my twitty fame like just yet. So yeah. we'll see. We'll see when it's when it's something that um like kind of mainstream is actually like cute like animal drawings. Mm-hmm. So when it's something like that, it's it's something that like normies can relate yeah. to. <laughs> the thing so is, it's 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 a, it's a weird way to put it, but it is exactly like how it is. It's it's yeah. about it. It's not looking at it from like a solely get viral standpoint, but it, you have to like put it this way. It is like marketable marketability, and it's like yeah, you, you know, fairy fairy Firefox character. They might not see that as inherently like oh that's fairy. They might just be like oh somebody humanized the Firefox logo. That's kind of cool, right? So, and yeah. it's exactly the same with your, you know, with your little doodles as well. So, yeah. yeah. I think, like, yeah, Twitter, that is, you know, Twitter algorithm works well with it. Yeah, it's weird to, you're right, though. It's weird to think about it as, like, a like a marketability kind of thing. Yeah. But it, like, sometimes, you, like, directing towards, like, a wider mm-hmm. amount of people does help a lot. Mm-hmm. Cool. Let's go into the roots, then. So, how long have you been a furry for? Uh, how have you found it? Mm. What kind of stuff? Have you been any conventions? A lot. Let's get into it. Let's oh, get into yeah. it. Let's get the backstory of Chip or Skylar. Yeah, my origin story. <laughs> so my origin story has a very, very specific beginning. Okay. A couple of beginnings. Mm-hmm. Fifth grade. Mm. <laughs> I I, want, I read Warrior Cats. Um, oh, okay. Because I didn't know how to read yet. And <laughs> in fifth grade... <laughs> Um, and my uh, teacher was like, hey, you know, you really need to, like, learn that, right? <laughs> yeah. So you should read this book. It's kind of neat. And we'll do some, like, thingy practices, and your inspiration can be you want to read this book. Mm-hmm. And I was like, cool, I like cats. So, And that book also happened to inspire me to draw cats. Mm-hmm. And then I just, like, embraced the fact that I loved, like, cats mm-hmm. <laughs> that could talk and animals that could yeah. talk. And I'd always, I like Pokemon a lot as a kid, too. Yeah. And that kind of continued. I just kept drawing animals, mm-hmm. like in class, on my homework, on the side of things. Yeah. You know, teachers, stop drawing. <laughs> can't take my pencil, though. I have to, like, do other stuff. So, uh-huh. yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, so your teacher, like, basically made you a furry, bro. Like, that, that is right? literally it. That is literally yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> Which she actually later became my stepmom, but that's <gasps> a different Yo, story. Yo, that's so cool. Oh. Uh, she is no longer my stepmom, Oh, okay. Though. That's, that's, that's interesting, though. <laughs> I haven't known cool yeah um, yeah it was kind of interesting mm-hmm. so like with warrior cats i remember there used to be like uh, i, I think this thing on youtube was like maps or like multi-animator yeah, projects ma- i used to see those MAP. all the time on my like recommended on youtube warrior yeah. cats didn't make me a fairy and i knew nothing about warrior cats probably until i was <laughs> a fairy but i think mm-hmm. it was more like of a i think no because i know a few like british people who are into warrior cats but i definitely think it's a more american series I know we yeah. had this weird book series that was already in, always in my middle school library called like Animorphs or some shit. In like I don't know, it, these always have the I've weird ass fucking that. covers with like hmm. some like girl turned into a horse on the cover or something. I'll see if I can get a photo <laughs> of it, but it was odd. Like, it was fucking it weird. Me of that. There's an app that's like a romance app where you're trying to date a, like a horseman. <laughs> <laughs> it reminds me of that. 
that. I mean, to be fair, though, like, Bo- Bojack Horseman, like, jeez, like, whew, whew. <laughs> um, I That wasn't actually, like, at that point, I didn't know what furries are, yeah. obviously. I was in fifth grade. Mm-hmm. It was actually, uh, like, 2014. Mm-hmm. I was on YouTube, and I saw this video of this guy. I could find the video if you wanted. Yeah, you, um, you can send. You can try and send it to me if you can find it. Then you can send it to me, and I can uh, yeah put it on the screen. It was uh, this Japanese fursuit artist mm-hmm. that made like a hyper realistic wolf suit. Ooh, okay. Um, and I clicked on it because I was like, oh my god, I want. I've always wanted like a personal mascot costume. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's a thing, but like that looks really cool. Mm-hmm. And I go and I watch it. I'm like, oh my god, wh- who is this? Like, did, is this something I could buy? And I look in the comments, and people are like, "You disgusting furries, mm. trash!" In the yeah. comments, and I'm like, "What are furries?" <laughs> <laughs> I love how and yeah, think... I love how that your your concept of what is a furry spawned from seeing people hate furries. I mean, that is the most furry thing I think. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. Continue. Continue. <laughs> no, yeah, it's okay. I looked on on Wikipedia. Thank God I looked on like the Wip- Wikipedia definition first, <laughs> and didn't like dive yeah. into some weird. <laughs> yeah, that, oh yeah, fucking one hundred percent. Yeah, Jesus. Uh, or like just Google furry and then like go on images. Yeah. God, I'm so glad. No, I, didn't I, just, do that. I get exactly the same thing, right? Where, <laughs> well, I was trying to like, I don't know. This is quite off topic, but. I love the film Robin Hood, the Disney film Robin Hood. And, like, Maid Marian is, like, I, she's she's cool. She's a cool character, that's all I'll say. And uh, I was saying to my friends, like, oh, Maid Marian, like, fairies aren't, you know, they, they don't, like, sexualize every character. And then I my friend was like, Matthew, when you Google search Maid Marian, like, the fifth image is, like, weird-ass fairy art. And I'm like, oh, my fucking God. Like, I just, just do not, we, sometimes we just do not help ourselves. In th- so that is, I exactly get what you mean if, like, if you googled furry and went on images, like right. yeah, some weird it shit, would, would come yeah. up. and that sucks because <laughs> it just fuels that thing of it being just a sexual fetish. And I'm, it's interesting because I'm writing my, I'm, I'd started my university paper today, and I'm pitching a documentary idea about uh, furries in their kind of continued negative representation within the public media of it being oversexualized and it only being a sexual fetish. And I think it's a really interesting yeah. um, thing to discuss and see. Because obviously that's what gets yeah. in clicks and stuff. Anyway, completely off topic. Let's get back on the road. <laughs> no, that's okay. I, I saw that, by the way. That looks yeah, interesting. I d- yeah, so I basically was like, cool, I'm a furry after I read the Wikipedia, yeah. right? Because I was like, I like animals. I am a fan of animals. Mm. Clearly, I'm a furry. And I walk up to my mom. I'm like, mom, I found this cool new like thing. It's called furries. And I'm super excited about it. And my brother is like, you're not a furry. Oh, no. See, my fa- see, I don't think that... See, my sister's the kind of person that wouldn't know what a furry is. My sister's a few years older than me. Mm-hmm. And then my mum and dad, I don't think they would know either. But, oh, my God. So what I did find out, though, holy shit. Speaking of, like, family members <laughs> knowing about furries. So my friend mm-hmm. bought me a joke t-shirt. I'll put it again. I'll put it on screen. I think I've already put it on for a separate episode. But I'll put it on again. Bought me this joke T-shirt that was like, um, I'm only wearing this T-shirt because I don't have my fursuit. And it's like, it's supposed to be like cringe, <laughs> like a funny cringe. He bought it for me for Christmas, right? right? And mm-hmm. that was that, right? I wore around the house as like a, pajama, like a pajama top, like a PJ top. And I must have, it must have somehow gotten my washing to bring home to my parents' house. Because I'm like packing my like shit up to go back to my uni house because I went for like the weekend one time. And I look in like the pile of like my my the clothes that my mum's like washed for me. And sometimes I bring my washing my mum sometimes. And I open up the pile in that furry t shirts there. 
and she's folded it up. <laughs> so she's seen that T-shirt. Now, I don't know if she knows what it is, but I, d- I sent it to my mates. I was like, no fucking way. Like, I don't know how this got in my bag, <laughs> but I'm going to have to tell them because they, they will 100% ask me what I'm doing my, one of my university papers on. And I'm just going to have to <laughs> explain because it's about a document. You know, i got to get research. They're going to be like, where, where are you getting your research then? How do you know all these fairies? How are you going to get your... And I'm like, you're looking at one, baby, you know. Remember that t-shirt you washed, yeah. mom? <laughs> yeah, so anyway, I definitely get that when it comes to family members knowing about uh, interesting, weird, unique copies, maybe. So yeah. did you, so did you just decide after... Did, did you i'm guessing you didn't follow your brother's footsteps when he was like you're not nah, a furry. I didn't. <laughs> yeah he was like you're not a furry and i was like excuse me do you even know what furries are because like and looking back i can tell the look on his face he knew what furry yeah, yeah, was. yeah, 100%, yeah. he's a streamer now like there's no way he didn't yeah. like he's super on the internet um but like he didn't like i don't know he said that and my mom was like what what is it like very concerned and i was like no no no. i just i like like fluffy animals i draw them now like i've been drawing mm-hmm. them but like it's a fandom yeah i can belong <laughs> oh um, and it is nice it's, it is definitely a nice close-knit community of supportive mm-hmm. people and i think creative people i mean recently i've been seeing like way more art on my feed in this new uh, application i think there's like this entail thing that looks super cool and interesting. So yeah. I mean, we're not even just stretching on art. I mean, we've got like software developers, coders, graphic designers, and stuff. And I do think it's like yeah. it's it's super cool how we have not only a supportive community but also a creative community. And that's yeah. that's what I get annoyed at, and that's why I want to talk about in my paper is that like we have so many mm. creative and interesting people. But the media still continue to focus on the part that's going to obviously get them quote-unquote clicks, which is to just talk about the sex part, which isn't necessarily every part of furry, obviously. Yeah, obviously. And it's I think it's really neat that there's varying degrees of the kinds of creativity. Like, you know, like fursuit making something very different, but then there's people who make, like, soap, Mm -hmm. you know? Or, like, uh, people, like, the Entail team mm-hmm. that are making a whole, like, app and website. Mm-hmm. You know, that's a whole different kind of art on yeah, its own. Exactly. It's yeah, really, really cool. exciting. Um, speaking of different kind of art things, so, fursuit making and fursuits. Do you, you were talking about, you know, fursuits before, I think. So, have you have, have you got a fursuit? Are you wanting to get a fursuit? Are you like mm. me, where you have the money for it, but you can't find a commissioner for it? What, what, oh, what's, yeah. what's the vibe so... for it? I want one. Mm-hmm. I had one previously okay. of a different character, but I sold uh, that suit and the character. That's good. But I'm not in a financial position to buy one at the moment. I, I am planning on making um, proto-gen heads, though, <gasps> That's with my awesome. um, partner. That's cool. Do you think, are you going to um, do, like, the full-on LEDs and stuff like that? Because obviously, yes. yeah, my awesome. My girlfriend actually ordered an Arduino set, mm-hmm. and she's learning how to code the lights and stuff right now. That's awesome. Like, as we speak. And when she figures that out, um, we're probably going to utilize some of the uh, building utensils that my stepdad has and go to my parents' mm-hmm. house and try to build, like, the visors and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a 3D printer, too, so we're going to so, 3D print so some cool. of the pieces. I love that. And I think protogens... Uh, there's a lot of progen fairies, and I think they're, mm-hmm. they're more of a. I don't see them a lot on my feed because I don't follow a lot of progens, but I think it's definitely. Yeah. I think you definitely have the the market for it because I don't think there are many progen 
first, well, especially, I don't know, the, I mainly follow fursu makers from the UK and I don't really see mm. a lot of example of protogen work. So I think to, yeah. to start making the it, ones that, the ones that, uh, I'm sorry, no, no, it's fine. <laughs> the ones that, the ones that do make them though mm-hmm. are like really good. Mm-hmm. And there is a few, they are very expensive, obviously, yeah. because they do these like crazy light, like basically light show thingies. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's some like more basic ones. I've seen people make them without like a like a plastic visor or anything, okay. like just out of fabric. And those ones are pretty interesting too. Yeah, and I think if um, you, yeah. definitely, sorry, definitely a lot less than other yeah kinds of fursuits. And I think it as well. Obviously, I'm guessing your girlfriend's kind of into like LEDs and like code and all that stuff like that. Yeah, so, she's yeah. really into. Um, like logical mechanical mm-hmm. stuff like that so it'll be good to like coincide your interests to create something that's really interesting so obviously you've got furry and then you've got that side of mechanical stuff to make like a protogen head mm-hmm. i think it'd be really really cool so you definitely yeah. definitely keep me updated on that so yeah, yeah. the intention is yeah. to mesh our yeah. brains together <laughs> what about <laughs> conventions have you been to any conventions at all or yeah mm-hmm. that's actually part of my origins oh okay okay keep going then keep going <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, uh, a year into being a furry, mm-hmm. um, I had, like, begged my mom for the entire year to bring me to a convention. <laughs> um, and she did. Mm-hmm. Like, holy crap. Um, it was 2015 Anthrocon, I believe, Ooh, okay. is what I went to. And uh, uh, that's a, my brother that's came. That's quite a while ago. That is quite a while ago, though. Yeah, it yeah. is quite a while ago. My brother came. Ooh, okay. uh, <laughs> my mom, my stepdad, and mm-hmm. me, we all went together. Um, and it was fun. It was a lot of fun. I met some co- cool people there that, um, I still like follow on Twitter and stuff. Um, that's also when I discovered like your, you could turn your like Facebook account into like a furry Facebook account and like add furries. <laughs> um, and that's when I started actually like engaging online in the fandom yeah. more than just like DeviantArt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I was, I see, I, I'm not really a Facebook person. So one of my New Year's resolutions that's kind of went, I don't know, it's kind of went half and half, is to cut down on social media. Now I did, mm. I've deleted Facebook and I deleted Snapchat. And I like, sometimes mm. I delete TikTok on and off. But, because um, <laughs> I, honestly, TikTok, this is like a, if anybody out there uses TikTok and wants to get assignments done, like just <laughs> fucking delete it because I'll end up, I'll end up keeping it and then it will literally munch up all of my day and then i'll get really upset that i don't do any anything productive like at all it's i mean i like making films on it because obviously i like like it's a i'm a filmmaker and i do think tiktok has really good with their video editing thing i love editing the music and that's literally what you do with the sounds so i like that Mm. but the for you page and all that shit like i just spend too much time on it and i do not like how i spend so much time on it so if you're trying to be productive just delete tiktok and then anyway so i delete facebook and i don't really use facebook that much but twitter is where i like spend all my fucking time on twitter so i was like you where i made yeah. a furry twitter and that's how i kind of gained a few like furry friendships and stuff like that and it's good it's yeah. good to talk to people and i think i was saying on a different episode how i love how it kind of connects people around the world. I mean, you don't have to just, like, be restricted to where you live. Obviously, there's fur meets for yeah. that. I have not personally been to a fur meet, mainly, first of all, because of COVID, and second of all, I know fur meets aren't exactly you have to be wearing a suit, but some of them kind of do feel like that sometimes, so I haven't, like, stretched out or, like, yeah. go one yet. So I've been a, mainly yeah. a virtual online furry. So 
Um, yeah. I, I, de- I definitely get that like kind of idea of using social media to connect with more people. And that's where I need to find a balance. Mm-hmm. I think using social media to talk to people when you need to talk to people is nice. But it's also good to yeah. take a break from screens. Like, oh my God, I spend way too much time on screens. Trust me. <laughs> I, me too. Because for me, it's, I mean, furry art is my only source of income. Mm-hmm. So it's like all of my time is the screen. Yeah. And, you know, posting on Twitter, I mean, you can kind of think of it like it's my job. Yeah. Because to like keep up and, you know, like share yeah. with my drawings and, and then stuff. And posting that like whenever you're open in you know you got your web yeah. i mean at the moment i'm trying to do my editing commission things in because obviously since i've quit my i mean i'm I'm a uni student so i get like student loan and stuff so i don't like i'm not mm-hmm. like financially like obviously i quit my job so i'm not like financially like crumbling but having a bit right. of nice money to spend on the side is nice especially for it's, if it's something that you know you like to do personally so mm-hmm. i don't know i'm trying to set up a website for it at the moment and i've, I've done my show reel and all that but and I think yeah. it will, I'll turn to a similar thing where I'll probably, even though I use Twitter for a lot of social stuff and like seeing, you know, art and stuff I enjoy, I'm going to be using it to, you know, you know, promote my work. Because I'm like, yeah. you know, commission me, please. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, I've kind of merged it. Mm-hmm. My Facebook is merged with real life and very too. That's good. Sometimes I, I wonder if my like classmates look oh, at my Facebook. See that, yeah, that's the thing because... I've turned my Instagram. Now, my Instagram is, like, full-on fairy now. Like, I'm past giving a fuck. <laughs> I've, like, got my current right. Twitter profile picture as my Instagram one. And my Instagram... Uh, my Instagram is not a fairy Instagram. It's my Instagram of peop- everybody from high school. And then my, like, bio is, like, animal person enthusiast. And I was just like, I just don't fucking care. Like, it's me. And it's, like, a massive part of how I represent myself both online and in real life, even though I don't have a fursuit a lot of fair right. i I just love engaging with fairy media in and out of kind of online presence i mean i watch fairy yeah. films with my mates i you know listen to kind of i mean shout out to like russell book i've been listening to a lot of russell book recently who's a fairy artist um yeah just i just i don't know i it's it's a massive part of me both in and out like in real life and you know uh, so yeah. to have my presence like that to more people from my hometown and stuff is fine because I, yeah. again, I've said this before. I feel like you get to a point with kind of being worried about what people think of you. You know, you have all this like public uh, media presence of you know labeling furries as this, labeling furries of that. Is that mm-hmm. you know it doesn't matter if somebody thinks that about you. Like it doesn't fucking matter. Like you it, most likely, yeah. if somebody thinks negatively of you based on something that you enjoy doing you're not close to them and if they are close to you you either need to educate them or cut them off yeah. because they're just not with them like i'm sure you have more, much more like lovely people around you that will support you for you know the weird stuff you're into or you know other things so yeah, yeah. that's exactly it yeah and it's like um like growing up there was there was uh like the bully part of my class mm-hmm. and then like the normie part of my yeah. class and then like me and two other people mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so the normie part of my class, like, they were like, oh, cool. Oh my gosh, Scott, your art's so nice. And I'm like, thank you. And then, you know, the bullies, oh, you furry. Uh, like, they okay. didn't say furry. They didn't know what furries were. But I mean, they were like yeah. animal person. Yeah, yeah. And like, they, <laughs> my Instagram also started as like, just like me. Um, and so I had a bunch of my classmates, like, I followed them. I think a few of them followed me back. Mm-hmm. And some of them like my furry art sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like, I see, like, you know, oh, whatever, so-and-so liked it. And I'm yeah. like, 
like yeah i think it's weird when people because i've posted like some fairy stuff on my like instagram sometimes not of my own art but you can have this thing on instagram where you can post other people's posts but like it gives them credit because it's kind of like a sharing a post and i share like cool art sometimes fairy art and people are like oh this is so cool and i'm like yeah i know and then i'm like you're actively liking fairy art by the way Uh, just so you know and it's like it's like it's like cool how People can just still appreciate. I mean, people still appreciate Fantastic Mr. Fox, but they don't be like, "Oh, it's like, yeah, it's a fairy film. I can't enjoy it. It's just so narrow minded." There's like a, there's like kind of a disconnect. I just realized what you're saying. Like, there's like people are like, "Oh my gosh, you know, I like animal drawings. Mm-hmm. Like, I like fur, like literally furries." furries yeah. But then they're like, "I'm not afraid though." Yeah, I'm not afraid. I, I don't want. I don't want. And do I think that. that's how I, I saw it. Like, like, I love the idea of how fairies are designed, and I yeah. was like. You know, I love fairy designs and I love, you know, fairy stuff. And I wasn't, I, w- I didn't hate fairies. I wasn't against fairies or anything like that. I wasn't like the kind of typical person that was like, oh, I fucking hate fairies and it turned out to be a fairy. That wasn't me. <laughs> I was just like, fairies are cool, I guess. They don't really bother me. And, but I was like, oh, fairy yeah. designs are really cool though. And then when I started to get into yeah. music more and when I started to get into out fashion more, I was like, wait, what if I like combine all these together to create something <laughs> new? And I'm like, you know, I have my own character where I could dress up fairy stuff in outfits based on music. And I'm like, that is exactly what I want to do. So I was like, okay, fuck it. I'm going to make a character. So there you go. <laughs> There's your and persona. persona. <laughs> and now it's got to a point where I'm like, I made my character's hair like bleach blonde. And now I really want to dye my hair. And I, and I, That's... yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, I had, I had a character at some point that hair was black and then I dyed my hair black. Mm-hmm. Uh, now my character is orange, and it's like I don't yeah. want to like. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm waiting though though because I'm I'm waiting because I know if I bleach my hair myself I will fuck it up and I know I'm gonna have somebody <laughs> listening to this podcast right now being like bleaching your hair is so easy and I'm like you do not know me I will fuck it up and plus I have curly hair I and apparently it. it will kill curls like really easily if you don't oh, do it God. right so I want to I don't yeah. I don't mind if my curls are, curls are completely killed but I want to at least keep you know keep it a good form. I see. At some point, I had um, bleached a section of my hair. I mean, part of my hair is bleached mm-hmm. right now, but um, this is at a different point. I had a section bleached um, and dyed, but then the dye like kind of disappeared yeah. over time, and it was just bleached. And so I was like, I'm going to dye it myself. And I tried, and it's hard. Yeah, literally. <laughs> if you're doing it a lot, like I guess like the concept is easy, mm-hmm. but like actually like doing it is like... Yeah, so I'm definitely going to wait. I mean, our hairdressers open up in the uk next month so i'm not really waiting too long and i'm but my hair right now is out of control it is absolutely (laughs) massive it's like sideshow bob looking ass it's absolutely massive it's probably the like the longest it's ever been because the last time i cut it was probably in probably like it would have been the last time that barbers in like you know hairdressers were open which was i think was like summertime so i've like let it grow out a lot maybe 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 not as long as that actually yeah probably Anyway, yeah. we're like over half an hour now, so we'll. Uh, I oh, think yeah. we should move on to the album choice of this week, oh, which was. I had an extra little bit about the Anthracite. Okay, yeah, yeah, go, but... go for it, go for it, go for it. Yeah, go for it. Go for it. <laughs> so, uh, first of all, my brother sat in the game mm-hmm. room the entire time oh. and played Guitar Hero with a bunch of furries. <laughs> um, my mom uh, went to the dealer's den with mm-hmm. me. And I was walking around. At some point, my mom walked in a different area. She went into the adult section. Oh, no. Um, because she was thinking, I'm an adult. This is the adult section. This is where I oh, go. Christ. Thinking, I don't think she realized what was happening. Because 
after the convention, she was like, okay, Skylar. I went into the adult section of the con. I already knew it was coming. Mm-hmm. How, how, how old were like, you at this point? When she said that, I was 15. Okay. Um, and she was like, I hope you never, <laughs> ever draw anything like that that is disgusting. Oh, my God. <laughs> and, uh, uh, yeah. Jesus. <laughs> It's uh, it's kind of. I mean, she likes furries still, right? But she's uh, I I've separated that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> See, that's that's a, that's the thing know. though. Like, if I tell this is exactly what I'm talking about with the immediate public presence. If I tell my parents I'm a furry, right. they will Google it, and then they'll just see right. all of these articles about it being. Is it? Yeah. Because I mean, there was a. We have this really well, frankly, a bit shitty uh, breakfast show in the UK called This Morning. Uh, I mean, it isn't awful, but I mean, there's this guy called Piers Morgan. He's a fucking prick. I don't know if you've heard of him. He's quit, luckily, but he's like massively. He's a, he's a, he's a one of the presenters on this morning. Yeah. He's a massive try. I actually I did a because I, I work for um, three play. It's a transcription mm-hmm. company. I actually transcribed a um, news clip from the oh, UK okay. that with him yeah. in it. So I actually know what yeah. you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, he's a massive fucking <laughs> transphobe and he's a piece of shit. Uh, so mm-hmm. anyway, he's quit, and I'm glad he's quit. But it's still a tacky show, and they had um a fairy on the show and they were just i don't think it was awful how they handled it but they still like asked like is it a sexual fetish i'm like what it's like randomly like it just came up like just out of the blue and i mean it's okay to ask about that and we we shouldn't shy away from it because it's nothing to be ashamed of people are into what they're into but why does it always have to be out of the blue it's just just fucking i don't know anyway that yeah they know it exists yeah exactly the money grab is there <laughs> how do you resist honestly anyway so yeah now we will move on to the album choice of this <laughs> week which was all out by kda now i think this is really this is a really interesting pick because you know it's a i uh, aside from all five of these songs on this like little EP. I also listened to the because this isn't like a full on album. I uh, it's just like a little five thing EP. I also listened to Pop mm-hmm. Stars as well because I knew that was the one that was like massive. So yeah. if people don't know, mm-hmm. KDA is like a kind of a kind of similar to something like Vocaloid or Gorillaz, where it's a mm-hmm. virtual band created by Riot who make League of Legends consisting of League of Legends yeah. characters, and. Its yeah. main thing is kind of to obviously market League of Legends. It's like a it's like a singing advertisement mm-hmm. basically. But yeah, it's kind of interesting how much they went like through with the quality. Like I see, I saw oh, the yeah. comments on like I looked at the because that's something I want to say as well. One thing I've really shined to me, and this is a really unique thing about them, is the visuals for mm-hmm. all of the music videos or like the visualizers yeah. are incredible. Like the animation they and are. even the one uh, Drum Go Dumb is not an animated mm-hmm. one, but me as an editor, as like a post production person, it was edited mm-hmm. really nicely. Like it was edited in my kind of style, is like how I would edit stuff. Yeah. So I really appreciated that as well. But all the comments in those things were just like, when when a video game company makes better music than the charts and i mean you know like maybe it's a stretch but at the same time there are definitely songs are that i listened to that i was like i could i would listen to this and i would prefer to listen to this over music that's on the charts and i would too fair i don't really listen to chart yeah. music that often anyway so but yeah so <laughs> i'll i'll start off by saying what why did you in particular pick 
KDA to discuss? Is it just like music that? Because um, I remember you were like, oh, I don't know. I, I guess I'll just use KDA. I guess so. I think so. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's because okay. It's because the like start like the genre of music mm-hmm. that I listen to changes like yeah. all the time. Um. So like when I was doing that, like filling that out the application, mm-hmm. I was like listening to that mm-hmm. on repeat, and I've legit like not listened to it at all since then <laughs> except for like this yeah. week because we were gonna record yeah. this week <laughs> i get like that all the time see when i think about what i would like to talk about on the show i'm like oh yeah definitely want to talk about this uh, album and then after a week i'm like I, no, I don't care about that album anymore i don't want like i don't want to talk about that yeah it's like i've been listening to yeah. this album by carsey headrest which is it's it's actually it's called Twin Fantasy. It's like known as the uh, quote unquote a uh, gay furry album. Like, I'm not even taking the piss here. That's actually what's known as. And I've listened to it because a bunch of furries <laughs> recommended it to me. And I decided to listen yeah. to it and I really enjoyed it. And I've been listening to it like nonstop on repeat recently. <laughs> but I know in about a week's time, yeah. I will not listen to it again. Like literally. And right, that's why yeah. when I make like topsters, I don't know if you want to, if you know what a topster is. It's basically just like people make these like lists of all their favorite albums in like a square or whatever my everybody oh. always has like this is my solidified topster of the last two years of my favorite albums of all time and i'm like here's my <laughs> topster it's different to the one i made two days ago uh <laughs> yeah right so i definitely get that yeah it's like um because like recently i've just been listening to like weird core mm-hmm. playlists which oh, is okay. just like it's music that's legit just like sounds and noises and like soundscapes mm-hmm. and weird like clips from like old news shit and just random mm, that's cool <laughs> It's very, like, I don't know, it's music. You could barely consider it music, but I like, my ears, my brain go burr. <laughs> I always need, um, when I'm doing work or anything, I need background noise. Like, I always need background oh, yeah, noise. Yeah, me too. So I think it's something that, like, I, I mean, I don't mind opening, like, my window and hearing birds or whatever, but even then, like, I don't. Usually, mm-hmm. I like to have video game music, like, I like relaxing Animal Crossing mixes or Mario Galaxy mixes with added rain sounds or something like that, just so it's something mm-hmm. that's in Because I think... I used to listen to lo-fi a lot to kind of do that, but I think I've got to a point where lo-fi yeah. is just like, it's sick of it. So I'd be trying to be Yeah, me it too. Bit. It feels like... I think it's it's weird for me. I always search for something different than what I've already mm-hmm. listened to. And that's why, like, my genres that I listen to are, like, all yeah. over the place. Mm-hmm. Um, I, st- I still love KDA. I think the reason why I liked KDA was because of like the music mm-hmm. video yeah, definitely. aspect it's, of it it's fantastic it's, and i mean i definitely even though it's not on the ep i definitely encourage people to look at the pop stars uh, music video it's really really mm-hmm. good i love the part in it where it's like um i don't know what character it is but she's like she has like neon it's like neon all over it or like a really vibrant costume and she's like on the train is it- it's like animated like super smoothly that's a collie, yeah. I think. The one with the yeah, mask, yeah. right? She's got, like, the, the teeth mask. Yeah, that's yeah, a collie. Yeah, I loved it. She's fun to play mm-hmm. in the game. See, I, I try getting really. a league, but I'm awful at it. My friends are okay at it, but, I mean, I just did the classic. Um, I uh, If anybody plays league, I decided to... Uh, <laughs> I picked Warwick, Um, so... <laughs> I picked Warwick, so, you know, classic fairy moment. I used to be a Warwick man. I like him. He's cool. But He's I play... I, I, uh, I was well i don't play league anymore um i kind of um kind of kind of got permabanned Yo. so and i just don't want to open Damn. it anymore <laughs> um but when i did play it <laughs> i played uh twitch oh he's yeah the like the rat, rat guy yeah yeah he's yeah. super fun twitch is i cool. liked him a lot i think i liked the yeah. look of nasus as well i think nasus looks cool as well 
I mean, I, I, I just, just like, if I like League, see, this is the kind of thing where I'm saying, like, Fairy's a massive part of me because I'm at a point where if I was to get into League, I would need to play a Fairy character. I would just need to. Right. There was me when I started playing League. I was like, <laughs> I don't know, Warwick, Twitch, question mark, Ari, yeah. I guess. Ari's like half and half, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Ari's actually in one of the pop yeah, star. Yeah, The yeah. pop star, but um, yeah. Yeah. I'll go cool. through some of the things. I mean, the baddest, to start off the top, the baddest is probably one of my least favorites, actually. I think I found the baddest to be quite, yeah. I don't know, I, it's kind of like what I was saying on one of the episodes talking about Keen's music, where the baddest just kind of, mm. to me, felt like an, a song that I would hear in, like, a commercial or an advertisement. Yeah, that, That's yeah, the kind too. of vibe I got from it. So, yeah. I, I don't know. It was still good, and it was still listenable, obviously, but it just wasn't, Yeah. You know, um, I mean, jumping down, like, cut contrast on that, probably one of my favorites was Drum Go Dumb, and that wasn't just because uh, yep. the visuals. I was going to It was, that. like, really good. I it's love really that good. one. And yeah, I love yeah. the beat to it as well. It's I like, really nice. Yeah, me too. I like the... There's a slowed down version with, like, a reverb. Oh, that yes. I that's a classic moment. <laughs> I listen to a lot of, like, Frank Ocean reverb kind of stuff as well. Mm-hmm. Like, Frank Ocean yeah. slowed and reverb. That's a classic moment. It's like 8D audio moment. <laughs> Yeah. sometimes the 8 do ah, i wish there was an 8 audio i don't I have to look for that <laughs> i like i like it when it's like whoosh, whoosh, it's kind of weird like it's such a cop-out because i think it's so easy to make an audacity but like mm-hmm. it is also kind of cool at the same time i've been like doing a lot of yeah. emergency stuff going a bit off topic i've just bought a fucking vr and it's so funny because all mm. my friends are like yo you're gonna like go on vr chat talk to some furries or like come on beat saber or you know or play games with us or whatever and then i'm like no i'm going to uh sit and watch uh, monkey videos at one in the morning that's exactly <laughs> what i do that's literally what i do dog like literally 100 percent. dude when you posted that i was um in a very long spree of playing monkey like basically monkey simulator <laughs> it's called ancestors human odyssey okay. and you're just basically evolving a monkey it's bas- it's literally monkey simulator <laughs> And you posted that. I was like, monkey, monkey moment. <laughs> I mean, there was um, the, my friend's been trying to get me in this VR game called Gorilla Tag. That's a new thing. And it's basically like, literally, you play as a fucking monkey and you like tag each other. It's monkeys are all the rage. It's like that that thing of I like I saw this TikTok that was like, why are why are boys so obsessed with monkeys? I mean, I don't count because I'm non-binary, but like, why are boys like all my friends, all my like group of friends are like mostly boys. I'm like. Why? Why are they all obsessed with monkeys? Like, why? What? Why? What is it it's about funny. monkeys? It's like I, when I play Overwatch, I play Winston. I just go <laughs> <"Yeah>, monkey. monkey. <laughs> <laughs> I used to play Winston as well. I, I play a. Uh, I play Zarya mostly. Zarya yeah. is really fun. I like. Yeah. I uh, there was a point I played monkey in competitive, and I went team chat, and I literally only made monkey <laughs> sounds the entire time. <laughs> oh my god. See Overwatch, I like when stuff like that happens in Overwatch because Overwatch is just full of toxic ass people. I like I like the idea of somebody yeah. fucking flaming you and being like, "You're so shit," and you just like replying with monkey noises. <laughs> I I used to um I went on a really long streak of only making dog noises too, <laughs> and it really was like they would flame me and I just go. I need to start doing that one hundred percent. Anyway, go anyway going back going back to the album going back to the album. So we've let, we've talked about two mm-hmm. two of the songs so. I think more I liked as well. I really liked more, and I liked the beat on more. And the I think some of them had better visuals than others. Uh, I think yeah. more had a. I think if I if I remember right, more had a really good video for it as well. What what, what how would I you like, rank them? Um, would you say if you had to? 
they all blur yeah, together in my brain. That's fair. Um, the only one that stands out is Drunga <laughs> What is the one that has the? I God, I'm asking my own album that I put in this. I'm asking this question. Which one is the one that has Evelyn, the girl with the long fingernails? I think that's more actually. I think that is more because I remember because she has like the long fingernails oh. on the wall and stuff like that. Yeah, I yeah, like that. I think it is. That's my yeah. favorite video yeah. as well. It's good. It's really really good. I mean, like I say, even though obviously I that's the that's the thing. I mean, I'm jumping, I'm jumping between things because I'm trying to think of stuff to say. But mm-hmm. when it comes to <laughs> people people compare it to gorillas and it is a, it is a virtual band to be fair like people compare it to gorillas it is yeah. a virtual band but at the same time like it's not a virtual band in the sense that it, it's a, it's like a it's like a market employee and that's the thing in it yeah kind of yeah in like it isn't you know it's it's an advertisement for league and it, it's it's not but that's it's not bad it's like it's not boy. awful but it's just like yeah. it isn't that album isn't created. I mean, I feel bad for saying this, but like the EP isn't created with like <laughs> musical integrity in the in its like you know mind. It's not made with like mm-hmm. let's make the best music we can, yeah, or let's make the most unique yeah. and experimental music we can, which is the kind of music I like. Um, it's made yeah. to like we were saying before how we we both agreed that we could probably hear the first track on like a commercial or whatever, similar mm-hmm. to that. Yeah, yeah. It's made to be catchy and it's made to sound like chart music or it's made to sound like similar to like mm-hmm. popular music because it's made to be yeah. like advertisable to to a mass audience and to be yeah. appealing to a mass audience as well. Yeah. Which is, mm-hmm. you know, when you when you put the two and two together it does make sense. But that's not not necessarily right. a bad thing. I mean, it's there and it's a pro it's a product it achieved, and it's achieved it, it's and it's goal. achieved its goal. It's definitely achieved its goal like really well. Because I mean I'm not yeah. into that kind of music that much, but because it is like, mm-hmm. would you say it's K-pop? Because there are Korean parts of it, isn't it? I would. I think it's. It's mostly English I, I though, isn't it? Cause it's, it Mad- it's Madison Beer doing most of the vocals, isn't it? Because I feel like it was meant to cater a little bit to the K-pop yeah, audience as well. Yeah, and I mean that is such a mass audience yeah. as well. You got all these like K-pop groups, and I do think uh, oh, yeah. they kind of kept that with the de- design of KDA in mind. Where I think it kind of yeah, they yeah. look like a girl group, but also they are appealing because they are you know some of the main female characters in League. So yeah, yeah, yeah. That too. Ari's yeah, kind of like Ari one of the faces like, of because I game. knew I don't play League, and even before I started to try and play League, <laughs> I knew who Ari was because I think she's very right. like big in the cosplay community as well. I think a lot of people like cosplay Ari. Mm-hmm. She is a pretty mage girl yeah, with foxes. Yeah, exactly. She, she's like a she's like a semi she's <laughs> a semi furry. She's a semi furry. No, but mm-hmm. it's definitely. Yeah. I mean, again, looking at the comments on the YouTube, uh, people are like, "Props to the animators because it was, the the visuals are oh, incredible. Yeah. Like, really, oh, yeah. really good. And from an editing standpoint, it's edited really well. So, yeah. I mean, yeah, if the, if you don't enjoy it. the music, then at least the visuals are definitely encapsulating. <laughs> It reminded me of the really nice Overwatch cinematics when Overwatch first started, like becoming a thing as yeah. well. I mean, yeah. I wish they still made more cinematics. I mean, they're working really heavily on Overwatch, Overwatch two, two right yeah. now, but yeah. but uh, I I like the there's like compilation videos of like all the cinematics. Mm-hmm. I like those. Yeah, that's so so good. I remember when like a new character used to be introduced, and I mean, I I do feel like sometimes. Obviously, on this episode, we're like jump into video games, but it's such an integral <laughs> part of the album choice because it directly mm-hmm. links to video games and visuals and stuff like that. So yeah. that, I think that's completely fine. 
so we're fine yeah. with that. Uh, if you want, though, we can move on to the next thing if you want. Because I mean, I think there's not really much we can say <laughs> about because yeah, really, it's not. an EP of like five songs, but basically, yeah. it's it's not it's not a bad. It's not really something I would actively listen to, but it definitely does mm-hmm. does its jobs. Does it does its job of <laughs> advertising right. league very well? in it appealing does. to a mass audience and also being definitely listenable like definitely listenable if i was to give this ep a ring i'd probably give it like a six out of ten if i was speaking to give it, like, of catering to specific audiences the lion king dot, dot, dot. Ooh, right okay <laughs> so yeah we will move on to the film choice of this week which is the lion king live action 2019 version directed by john favreau i think that's how you pronounce it so Skylar, you have actually you you've made history because this is the <laughs> first film on the podcast that I like. I like I, I heavily disliked. I like did not like this film. You I didn't, didn't like this. No, I didn't like it. No, oh. I really didn't like it. And it's really funny how. <laughs> it how opinions can change and i mean i don't i'm i don't want to i don't want to dick on this and i don't <laughs> want to dick because you like it and it's your choice but mm-hmm. i think half of the reason because i mean i put i've i've been putting off watching this film actually because the lion king original <laughs> 94 i think it came out 94 version is one of my favorite films of all time it's definitely yeah. one of my favorite animated films like ever mm-hmm. and it's like one of, it's a it's one of the five like i think i've rated like 12 or 13 films on Letterboxd, five stars, mm-hmm. and it's one of those. It's incredible. I love it. Mm-hmm. Um, but this film is like, ah, oh, man. See, see, I was watching. Yeah, I was watching it and shouting at my screen. But anyway, <laughs> we we will we will first of all come to you because it was your choice. <laughs> Why did you decide to choose this one instead of the original? In particular, what, what was the thought process behind it? It's this? a good conversation. And yeah, I do really, 100%, really like 100%. it. Definitely, one hundred percent. Because the reason why I like it yeah. is because it's a good movie. Okay. And when you when I say that, I don't mean remake. I mean movie because there's a difference. Mm-hmm. Um, very from from a very objective like objective outsider standpoint. If you don't take the original movie into consideration at all, I mean, there's some specifics that I like better in the original. Um, and mm-hmm. and some things I like in the new one more yeah. too, but it's a good movie. Like mm-hmm. it's well choreographed. The um, animation is the best. It's phenomenal. The animation. Yeah. yeah. Um, I like the voice acting a lot, and mm-hmm. a lot of the songs I like as well. Yeah. Okay. Um, I I can see where you're coming from with that. Definitely. Yeah. Like, uh, I think I'm gonna go through the stuff I liked about it first. Mm-hmm. Before I go into the stuff I dislike, because I, I have quite a lot of things to say. <laughs> but, um, in terms of the things I like, I definitely agree with the animation side. Now mm-hmm. I'm gonna. There's a there's a major major point I need to talk about with the animation that's negative, but positive side is if you were looking at this from a live action standpoint, it is like absolutely breathtaking. Oh it yeah, it looks so real. It it looks mm-hmm. it, it is so the real in a sense. It's lovely. The- yeah, the characters have like actual physical weight to them. Yeah. You watch yeah. it, you can feel like especially the very last scene with the fight between With the fights, yeah. 
like you can feel like the thudding mm-hmm. and the actual like physical yeah. weight of everybody in the I mean fights. even at even at the beginning when like Nala and Simba are tumbling down like having a play fight like that yeah. I definitely get that kind of thing it I think my, I will get onto the negatives but the reason I don't like the animation though is it cuz I don't think it fits well with the subject matter, the narrative, and the context. And we'll get onto that later, but we'll yeah. keep going on as things I like. So yeah, and I, it made me realize when I was watching it, I was like, I really want a, a a video game that looks like this, like RTX Ultra Graphics, oh, yeah. where you just like play like a free, like a free roam open world, mm-hmm. like animal in like the savannah and you just kill shit. And like, you just basically just have an open world wildlife simulator i would fucking love that because i was watching this film and i was like i don't know why i thought of this but i was like looking at this and i was like this would be a good video game but yeah yeah um again with your point on the characters i agree i completely agree i i think well it it was kind of half and half i thought donald glover did i love charles gambino and i love donald glover and i love him acting as well he's great in community and he's great in star wars Mm-hmm. but I didn't think he did really well as Simba, to be honest. I really don't think he did well as Simba. Um, Which, um, like the younger version or the older version? Uh, he's the older about? version of Simba. Yeah. Uh, I don't think he did a, a really good, very, I don't know. It just, it wasn't, it didn't feel very Donald Glover to me. I don't know. Hmm. I think Seth Rogen definitely fits the voice of Pumbaa very well. Me uh, too. Yeah, I definitely do agree with that. Now, what I don't like, again, kind of merging into what I dislike about the film is um, they kind of, like, completely redesigned the character of Ed, like, one of the hyenas. You know the one in the original? That's yeah! Like, the, like, yeah, the maniacal laugh and stuff? Yeah. I'm pretty sure, like, Keegan-Michael Kay played, played him, or it was uh, Eric Andre, one of the two. I can't remember who was who. But they yeah. just completely got rid of that maniacal like aspect of him, which is exactly what makes him a unique hyena of one of the three hyenas that is like the the main henchman to Scar. And right. instead, it was just like to create some sort of like honestly mediocre dynamic between <laughs> the character of um, yeah. the you know Ed and the other one. And it was just like I don't know. I would just prefer him to be dumb and maniacal because <laughs> that's exactly what a hyena is supposed to be, and that's how we picture think... a hyena be. The way that I interpreted in the original one, because um, we're talking about the one that's like his eyes are going different directions, he's not even there. Or yeah. is that? Are we talking about the other? Yeah, one? yeah, that's Ed. Yeah, that's Ed. The one, yeah. The other, the one that's like the male one that's there that's in the head. There, yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, actually, yeah, yeah, no, I agree with you. Never mind. Because mm-hmm. I was saying I like the removal of like just the extreme, not even completely there at allness. I like that. I, I what I'm trying to say is I like the fact that they are not just like blindly following Scar for food. They are okay. in a way, but I like the fact that they have a little bit more. Uh, depth. It's like it's like kind of like realistic tendencies because it's meant to look like this version of Lion King is meant to look realistic. Yeah, and it's more of a realistic thing there. Um, yeah. Yeah. Right. The, yeah. There, yeah. The other one, there was, there wasn't a pretense. Like you didn't know why Scar was there with them, other than the fact that he doesn't like Mufasa. Yeah. Yeah. Um. um okay. Should I go? Should I get onto things that I don't like? Because I have. I feel yeah. bad though. I don't want to. <laughs> so uh, shoot him. One. Yeah. So one specific thing that I like shouted at my screen for is. <laughs> oh, so there's this shot of the film in the original, and I'm gonna put it on the screen now. <laughs> this shot here is one of my favorite shots 
in the entirety of Lion King. I think it looks absolutely beautiful and it is the shot of when it's after uh, Simba and Nala get caught by Mufasa, like, going to, like, the dangerous, like, you know, wasteland kind of part. And they're like, I need to talk to Simba and I need to, like, um, you know, um, tell off my son. And it's mm-hmm. them two in the grass and there's the lovely, like, purple sunset. It looks beautiful. I've got it on 35mm strips. I've got it physically as well. <laughs> I, like, bought, like, a listing on eBay for it because it looks beautiful. Right. Now in the live-action version, like, they completely got rid of it. They completely got rid of that, like, beautiful framing. The I know it's a remake, so it's not really, like, it's, yeah. you know, you can change aspects of it. But that is an aspect, in my opinion. That part, that was personal to me, that they yeah. shouldn't have changed. Because they, first of all, got rid of the framing of them being, like, really nicely in the middle and them hiding in the grass. And they also got rid of the colours. There's no colour there. It was like... It, yeah, because it's it was completely the, night. The, 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 the sunset is not there. Like, the, the pink sunset yeah. isn't there at all. And I was like, oh... I was, like, shouting at my screen, like, where the fuck is it? Like, where is it? Like, where's my favourite <laughs> shot of the film? Like, where's it gone? <laughs> so, yeah, that was yeah. that. Um, can You Feel the Love Tonight? Was... This was this is what fucking pissed me off. I was like, what is going on? <laughs> the, the song future, Can You Feel the Love Tonight?, is sang in the daytime. It's sang in the daytime. What is up with that? Like, why is that? It's it's literally, it's called Can You Feel the Love Tonight? Why is it being <laughs> sang in the daytime? Why are Beyonce <laughs> and Donald Glover singing this in the daytime? It was, that, that was just something. I mean, it doesn't mean my tea. Well, I mean, it does because it's like the structure and like the, it just like completely disregards the context of the yeah. song. I mean, I think I'm, I feel bad because I usually I'm very easy to please when it comes to films and mm-hmm. I will like a film. But I think it's just because this hit me because this is like a five-star film for me in like looking at a different <laughs> version of it where they've got rid of a lot of things that I loved from the original. I'm just like, yeah. fuck. I'll let you speak now though. But there's a few <laughs> of my points. I've got more, but there's a few of my points. Mm-hmm. So I'll let you speak about it now if you want to speak. Yeah. I like, um, oh my God. I've literally watched the movie three times in the last week and I can't remember the name <laughs> of the bird. There's Zazu. Zazu. Fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> um... I like Zazu better in the new one. Okay. By a very long shot. It might just be because John Oliver is a funny man. I see. Um, I like, I like, I think John Oliver's voice fits Zazu well, mm-hmm. but I cannot agree with you visually. Visually, I... like, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> they, cause they changed the, the feel of the character. Um, like the original one, he feel the bird feels like more intelligent. If he okay. feels like he's kind of um, more reliable and intelligent and sophisticated, and he's there, and he's there to help. And the new one, he feels like he's there to help, and he's obviously intelligent and, and maybe reliable, but not as much sophisticated. Yeah. And I like that like kind of more goofy mm-hmm. kind of yeah. aspect of the new one, and I think John Oliver fits that goofiness very well as well. I, th- I-, I agree with John Oliver fitting the goofiness very well, but... I have to disagree on the Zazu thing. I mean, I get that, and I I think you're right with like you're you're correct in how you're describing it. But like in terms of how I prefer it is like different. I mean, yeah, I think Zazu is kind of fits both. Where in the original he is this kind of you know teacher, well not teacher, but like strict, you know, yeah. kind of servant to to you know Mufasa. Where he's like you know Simba, don't do this, don't do that, you know. Yeah. I gotta, I gotta, you know, be a messenger, but bird or whatever, you know what I'm saying, kind of yeah. thing. But at the same time, is is kind of flaw is that he's a small, straggly little bird that can just be like <laughs> squashed. 
Like, it could right. easily be squashed by a lion like Scar or Mufasa. Yeah. So that is where his goofy style comes from. I mean, there's the part where he's, like, singing to Scar after Scar takes over. Like, I've got a lovely bunch of cooking or something like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I can't remember the exact song, but <laughs> that's the goofy part. And then he's like, oh, you know, he mentions Mufasa's name and then he gets all, like, flustered and stuff. That is the goofy part of Zazu for me. And yeah. I think this is going to go on to my main 100% gripe of the film and why it does not work <laughs> for me very well is the expressions the expressions in this film like if i have to be incredible if i have to be really really honest are like incredibly bland like like i (laughs) i honestly like i feel bad like like i said i feel bad i was talking (laughs) to uh, my friend before recording the episode i was like i was like i really didn't enjoy this film but i don't want to like completely shit on it (laughs) and i i I don't i don't think it was it it wasn't like a half star i was thinking about this if i was to review i'd probably give it a, a one and a half i would probably give it a two or a three i would give it two different ratings because mm-hmm. like i said there's okay. remake for like remake rating how is it compared to the original um and, and like, then and it completely cutting off the original like not thinking about it. yeah like is it a good movie at heart uh, yeah. rating i would say at heart at the least four stars four and a half okay i like Oof, it a okay. lot i would say as a remake two or three two or three okay see yeah. my friend Hardeep, shout out Hardeep. I was looking at my letterbox friends' reviews. Everybody else has put it as like one and half a star. He's put it as four. <laughs> and that's a classic Hardeep move because the thing is, we know Hardeep in our friend group is he cannot hate a film and he gave it four stars. <laughs> so you're not you're not the only one, you know. He gave mm-hmm. Lion King Remake four stars. It may be, it I, does, think... I mean, I can't appreciate it from a base standpoint, but this expressions yeah. thing is where it gets me because like you were saying, compared to the original and this is what I'm talking about, where I understand where you're coming from, where if you cut off the original film, it is more appealing. But the mm-hmm. entire point of it is that it's using the narrative, it's using the structure, it's using the characters, yeah. it's using all that. from It's using the substance from the original 94, the original animated version, and yeah. it's bringing it into this live-action adaptation. Yeah. And it's basically stripping it of all... Uh, to me, it's st- like the way it does it is it's really <laughs> stripping it of all of its color and expressions. I mean, there's like the like the part where Mufasa dies and Simba's like, no, he's just like a yeah. bland ass face because they don't have eyebrows, they don't have eyebrows, and they don't have expressions, and it's just yeah. they're just all like they just constantly look bored. In like yeah, sometimes get... that's how I felt as well. It was just like I get, dead. <laughs> I get what you're saying. Yeah. I think this is where like opinionated stuff comes in. Mm-hmm. Personally, I didn't feel any detriment. It felt just as emotional in my opinion. Okay. Um, but again, that's like, I think like the, compared to the original thing is almost entirely based on like, what do you like about the original? original how do yeah. you think it thinks it compares, right? No, or how do you think yeah. it compares, right? Mm-hmm. That, um, that's exactly, yeah, that's exactly, I, no, I completely agree with you on that. I mean, one of my favorite yeah. parts of the film in the original is I just can't wait to be king, where you've got all these like vibrant, cause I mean, when this, when mm-hmm. the musical number starts, it's like clicks done and there's like a bunch of bright colors and simba's got this like funny little lion mane made of leaves and <laughs> the like all yeah. of the vibrant stuff change you got all these animals coming in but then yeah. in the in now the remake version it's just all gray and like realistic yeah. and that but that's the I kind of aesthetic it's like... going for though that's this that's the aesthetic that it's going for that's so. one thing that i actually liked more in the original than the new mm-hmm. one out of the things that i liked more in the yeah. original is um that specific song yeah 
Um, and this is actually something last night my girlfriend mentioned, and I actually had a kind of an argument with her about it. I got super heated. I was like, <laughs> oh, it's good. Um, but then I watched the, the original, literally right before we're talking now. Yeah. And yeah, I'll say I like I like the um, I Just Can't Wait to Be King song yeah. and the original way better. It like so There's like some things yeah. that wouldn't be able to be translated in the yeah. new one just because of the realism part of it. But I think they could have made, like, extorted it a bit, at least, you know, and made it more, I don't know. <laughs> no, no, I, 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 I get that. I think it's the pacing as well. I think the pacing's quicker in the original version. In the game, yeah. what did you think of the um, included musical numbers? Because I think there was, like, that one where they, instead of, you know, the original doesn't have this number... But there's the musical number where they're literally... I think it just must be the tie-in mu- movie song, that Beyonce song, where when um, Muf- oh, uh, yeah. when Simba and Nala are, like, running back to save Pride Rock. Um, I didn't... I just don't think it, it... Like, I didn't like it because I don't think it really brought anything new in because it wasn't... Yeah. It, there was no visuals. It was just them running towards Pride Rock. And it right. just felt like it wasn't needed. And I felt like it was just one of those like tie-in movie movie songs. And I think it that doesn't really, that doesn't really work in a musical. Do you know what I mean? Because right. you know yeah, the yeah, musical yeah. numbers are meant to be there. It's meant to be. You know, I get what you mean. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't. I honestly, I agree with you. I don't think the song fits there. I like yeah. the scene, and I like mm-hmm. there being a scene with music over it. They're running there. Yeah, definitely. I yeah. think that adds a bit of like perspective to it, mm-hmm. but. I yeah, I don't like the Beyonce song there. I think something mm. instrumental would have been a lot yeah, better. Yeah, and I mean, yeah, I, I don't know. I like that. I just can't get over. I know we completely we don't really agree with this, but it's just the <laughs> the expressions thing. I just can't get over. There was just parts of it where I was like, they just they just all seem the same all the time, and I just want yeah. something vibrant to happen. I think it's just me. I just love bright colors and I love vibrant things. I mean, yeah. that is it's the contrast there of I guess there's only so much they can do making oh shit there's only so much they can do <laughs> to make you know it, you want to make a live action adaptation that looks realistic right but you can't because of that you can't just make it all saturated to fuck and like <laughs> incredibly bright and incredibly expressive because then it breaks away from the concept that you're trying to create yeah. but then when you when you add on to that and again this is going back to this thing that you're saying about two different ratings because when you're using this concept in this narrative based off mm-hmm. this original animated film where you see the like the uh, capability of it and yeah. it's applied to this realistic version of the film that's right. when it's like oh i don't think it works well with this realistic aesthetic in mind because yeah it's you've got musical numbers scenes that need to have vibrant like expressions i think in vibrant colors sometimes yeah and it's, something it's you a can't apply. it's a diff it's a difficult movie to mm-hmm. remake in a realism yeah setting. no definitely yeah like and that's why i'm giving a bit of credit to them mm-hmm. because it's really easy to fail miserably with this i personally think they did like the best they can <laughs> um with in terms of like making it realistic but trying to give it little flares here and there mm-hmm. um like scar for example like the other lions all kind of look like real lions scar looks nothing like a real lion mm-hmm. look at him they actually um when they do these character models they accurately to scale model the bone structure and mm-hmm. then the muscle structure 
and at every point it has to look perfect. Yeah. So when they add the like the skin structure, it looks perfect because the muscle's perfect and yeah. so on. And then the fur. Yeah. And what they did um, with Scar was they contorted a lot of the muscle and mus- uh, bone structure so that he looked more like Scar. Because mm-hmm. otherwise he would have just looked like a like another lion. Another lion, yeah. And then, but right. then, when you think about that, though, and you look at the animated version, he's just like so, you know, overzealous and expressive. He's like, you know, he's yeah. known to be like, you know, like this maniacal little menacing villain. Yeah, but in this, I like both this of them one, for different yeah. reasons. Mm-hmm. But I think I don't know. In the, in the remake, it just seems a little bit more new. I mean, the "Be Prepared" number was like changed a lot, and I didn't. It like was. That. Yeah. It was changed a lot, and I really didn't like it. I like, again, Scar specifically, I like both of them probably about the same, but for different, different reasons. Different reasons, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I, I can get behind that, definitely, I can get behind that. Yeah. I mean, there's this, I think there's a lot more I can talk about with this, but we're like, we're like on an hour and 13, so we'll just wrap it up, I think. <laughs> so basically, like, I don't like being mean about films because I love films. And this is the first yeah. time I've actually had to, like, be critique, like, critique a film, <laughs> I think, more than I usually yeah. do. But I, I, I don't, I'm not going to go to bed tonight and be like, oh my God, how the fuck can he like this film? Like, how, <laughs> like I can see why it can be appealing and I definitely Actually, can get behind. I 100% agree with this idea of having two different ratings based on it, mm-hmm. you know, looking at the original. But then what I think personally is at the same time, sometimes you can't really do that because it's made as a it, from a purpose of it you know yeah. being a remake film and you're only able to give it two ratings based on yeah. your personal thing if, if i wasn't thinking about the re- uh, the original but oh, yeah, from, no. a, from a like that. from a major standpoint you have to think about the original because that's its purpose yeah. is to be a remake but that's why, like, i definitely get it like definitely. yeah that's why i don't give like i mean all the people saying that it's just a bad movie from every perspective i'm not giving them a whole lot of flack because like it's hard to separate that. Most of, mm-hmm. like, vast majority of the audience yeah. is not going to separate that. Mm-hmm. They're watching it with the uh, original in mind. No, and I think it's especially, it's a film that's like a cult classic, and it's a, has a massive following, and it has a big following in furry as well. I remember yeah. seeing a lot about it when it first came out on my furry feed, <laughs> and I was like, you know what? I don't want to watch this. I don't want to watch it's it because, not, not because I know it's going to be incredibly <laughs> bad, because that's the thing. Yeah. I can't say it's incredibly bad if I haven't seen it. If I haven't watched it, I can't really give an opinion on it. But I yeah. just... It was because I was worried it was going to ruin the original for me. Oh, and right. I, and I don't think it has. It hasn't ruined th- the original for me, but yeah. I can't say I enjoyed it. I don't it's, think I can say I enjoyed it. It's so different mm-hmm. in terms of, like, feeling, like, conceptual feeling, that it, I don't think it could ever ruin the original because it's so different. Yeah, no, that, and that's the point. Yeah, that's exactly it. Yeah. And I think that's a good way to round off because we're on, like, an hour and 15 now. So, yeah. I have a fun fact, though. Okay, go for it, go for it. There is a scene in the very beginning of the movie mm-hmm. that is real. Wait, what? Did you notice that? No. The very opening scene with the... um. Like the tree and the sun, like the sunset uh, oh, kind of thing, okay. or sunrise actually, I guess. That is an actual shot of an actual place in real Africa. That's so cool. Mm-hmm. Just goes they to wanted show, to sneak like, that know, in there. Real, real <laughs> Africa is just as beautiful as Lion King Africa. You know, you got mm-hmm. that. You know, circle of circle of life sunset. The credits mm-hmm. though completely contrasted 
the first shot compared to the end of this film. I don't know if it was because I was watching it on Disney Plus, but it was fucking. I was like, I was like, oh my god, I've still got loads <laughs> of the film left. How are they going to extend this? I swear this is the last scene, and then it finishes, and I'm like, there's still the 17 minutes of credits. 17 minutes? It's because they had um the amount of rendering hours that it took to make the movie. Mm-hmm. Their team was enormous, like enormous yeah. because it was like 5,000 hours of rendering or something. Yeah. Like it would have mm-hmm. taken like year or like way more than two years to make God with a smaller God. team of people <laughs> god imagine if this came out like during covid times it would never get fucking done anyway, i know right anyway right well this is good i mean i think i've been recording episodes recently i've been going on for longer but i really did enjoy yeah. this enjoy this uh conversation on the film and movie and origins of uh, us being furries and stuff so thank you very much um, and yeah. if you want to check out skylar's stuff his uh, main that would you say your main thing's twitter probably yeah, yeah right so now, his yeah. Twitter at is golden. Would you say dogs or docs? Docs, D O Q Q S. D O Q Q S. So golden, G O L D E N, and then docs, so D O Q Q S. <laughs> is there any yeah. other social medias you want to plug? Check out his stuff. Uh, yeah. yeah, my, my uh, Twitter link um, in my bio, I have like a link tree, and it has all my other stuff as well. Mm hmm. So, I mean, like, that's pretty straightforward. Yeah. If anybody wants to find me anywhere else. Nice. I'll put them is. all in the YouTube description. Check them out. Commission him if his commissions are open. Who knows? Just, D-D-D. you know, support him. Great artist. Great up-and-coming artist as well. That's gained a lot of following <laughs> within, like, the past few months. So, it's great to have you on the show. So, thank you very much. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. It was really nice to be here. This was fun oh. to talk, yeah, talk about definitely. all this. Um, if you want to keep on keep in keep in touch with the podcast, you can follow me on Twitter at hypebeastdan. And if you want to check out my pod my podcast, if you want to go check out the podcast, it's on YouTube, Apple, Spotify, all that. If you want to have a look at my letterbox reviews, I'm actually getting all up to date. I did one today for Little Shop of Horrors. That so hopefully by the time this episode comes out, I'll be up to date and I'll have all my letterbox reviews because every every week. I review each, well, every time a new episode comes out, I review the film on Letterboxd, which is where I keep track of all the films I've watched. If you don't have a Letterboxd account, it's actually kind of cool. You should probably check it out. This isn't even a sponsor. I'm just saying Letterboxd is cool. You can follow me there at Matthew underscore Beatty. It's in the YouTube description, but it's Matthew underscore B-A-Y-T-E-E if you want to check that out. And yeah, that's basically I'll it. I'll be watching yeah. the podcast, Smiley Face. Anybody watching, go watch them, Smiley Face. Yes, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Yeah, so thank you very much for uh, listening and watching, guys, and I'll see you next week.